A name defines a company. It has to be something primal, something that you can scream out during intercourse, like aviato. Uber. Google. Exactly, right? Pied Piper. Uh, I'm so sorry. Your voice doesn't really reach that register when you ejaculate, does it? No, it's just everyone was doing it. I was just trying to hear. I am your host, Rob Logan, and Mike Volpe is in the studio with me. Hello. Hello. It hasn't been that long. I was going to say it's been it a while, like but it. I don't no, think it, it does. Been. It does feel like well, it. Well, I saw you last week or the week before. True. Even though we didn't record. Right. But we do have some stuff to talk about. We have a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah. Uh, I don't know exactly what we're going to get to entirely in this show, uh, but we have a lot to do in general, so let's not waste time. Let's get to it. Mm. I went to the doctors recently because I have another ongoing issue that I'm unsure of the cause. You have a lot of medical problems. <laughs> and I feel like they all started within the last few years. And I think this one's been going on for a while, actually, before the kidney stone ordeal started up. And it's been since then. And I thought it might have actually been related. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a kidney stone on the other side. And then after I had the surgery and everything, it didn't go away. So I was confused. Is this like when fat ladies sit on the toilet and they think they have to poop and then they push and a baby falls out? I don't think it's along the same pregnant? lines. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time I thought I was. Oh. But it is like a a bubble. Yeah. I don't know if it's a bubble or a mass or if it's nothing in particular that's like underneath my rib cage on the right side. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe it was gallstones this time. In the front, the side. Like where? like under like behind the rib cage and underneath it. If I if I were to put my hand into my abdomen from the front, yeah, and like reach underneath, I could probably like feel it. Huh. So it's behind the rib cage, whatever it is, which is most likely, I guess, the liver area. Hmm. And if anything, my liver should not be a problem. Right. It could be all the drinking. <laughs> it might be. I am a raging alcoholic. He, he is. So that he's a, he's drunk constantly. <laughs> so uh, clearly it's it's not that. I don't know what it is, actually. But I, I went to the doctor and he said he, it might be a floating rib. Oh, OK. Which you would think. <laughs> that sounds terrible. I don't know exactly what it is. But if that's the case, there's not a whole lot that can be done for it. A floating rib. Yeah. So it's just there. Yeah. floating in your body well i mean it's it's attached to the rib cage but i think a floating rib is they didn't do an x-ray or anything i have to get a cat scan this week oh so cool. i am going in to get uh more <laughs> yeah i that's think a, it's a floating rib let's probably uh check on that i think it's sure a good it's idea something yeah so i'm getting a cat scan this week and uh hopefully in the next couple of weeks i'll be able to report back and hopefully say exactly okay. what it is it's just really strange because it feels like it is some sort of a mass or a bubble it goes away at times it comes and goes oh really but, yeah so it gets like inflamed yeah i guess yeah and it's never really painful it's just uncomfortable have you noticed thought back to any trends things you've eaten things you've drinking you drink a soda again no 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 i don't know what it is sometimes it feels like it gurgles too like your stomach would 
which made me think that it was a gallstone even more because I guess that can happen if a stone kind of blocks, then it will gurgle like the air. Are you or taking medications of any type? Nope. Nothing that the liver has to process? Nope. Hmm. I know it's weird. Very strange. Weird. Yeah. So I guess we'll find out very soon, though. The fact that I it hope. does shrink and come back, though, is a good sign, I think. I think so. It's not like it's it's not a it's not a tumor. <laughs> it's not <laughs> the tumor. It's yeah. all tumor. Yeah, I can't feel it all it's, the time. I don't think. Yeah. yeah. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when know. did you notice it? Uh, it's been over a year. Hmm. Yeah. Of course, I, I never rush oh, right I to the doctor. I'm always like coming off my head and be like, no, nah, I'm fine. <laughs> be like, let's see what happens first. And Jeez. then I'll go if I need to. Uh, so let's then, I didn't include that in my freakouts just because I just yeah. wanted to get it done another way, but let's do our geek outs first. All right. Yay! You want to kick it off? I love how this show opens with body problems constantly. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes you laugh. It's not a new thing. Um, I downloaded the full season of The Walking Dead Season 2 for Xbox. Yes. Which, for people who don't know, is a Telltale Games game. Uh, it's point and click. Mm-hmm. I think it's on the computer, PlayStation. It it's on I, Steam. It's on PSN. I'm playing it's on, on Xbox. Xbox. So yeah. the second one just launched, which is a continuation of the first story. Not far. They don't really tell you how far after. I would think maybe like a literally like a season, like the difference between summer and fall. Sure. Uh, the first game did a really good job of capturing what the show does, and that's making you care about characters mm-hmm. and watching. You have to sit and watch things unfold. Uh, not just the zombies, but interaction, how society has crumbled. And they've done a really good job of capturing that in the game. Okay. And so many times in the show, you sit there and you go, oh, my God, why did that person do that? I would have just shot them. And what's great is the game gives you the option to at all major points to make major choices where the game can go off in different directions. Okay. And just general interaction, talking to people, answering. You always have four different ways you can answer, which will change whether they like you, dislike you, which also changes the game. So the first season of it did a really good job of that. The second game, I just finished. Uh, I'm on chapter four out of five. Okay. Within the season. And it, they've done everything that they did right. They've enhanced it and made it that much better. Hmm. This game is just, there's moments where you're like, I can't believe I just had to do that. Just, I don't know, I'm not going to spoil anything. I mean, just anything you can think of would happen. You're, you have choices between you have to save one person or another, or just the interaction between people. Everything has just been like blown out of proportion yep. and made you just sit there and like, oh my God, I can't believe this. And the second game you are playing as a, as a child, actually. You're playing mm-hmm. as an 11 year old girl. Like, oh, that's wow. your character. So you, now you're, you're a child trying to survive the zombie apocalypse. And I can see that they must have a bigger plan or maybe not, but you're learning a lot of things as you go. Okay. That I can see are going to be used, I think, in the future. Hmm. Assuming they don't destroy her, kill her. <laughs> right. And you right. take over as somebody else. Cause you never know. It seems, she seems to be for this game, the equivalent of like Rick. In the in the TV show, like okay. the main character, this is the person that you're gonna follow. Hmm. I could be wrong. I mean, who knows what happens when this game ends or what the next season brings? But it's just so much fun. I did play the first episode of the first season because mm-hmm. Telltale's given me all of them for yep. free, which is very nice of them. Uh, and I haven't really progressed through. I was playing the first one with Mikey, and we had said we were gonna wait to play because I'm not big into The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. as I've said before. But he was, and he loved watching that yeah. first game. But uh, we haven't gotten around to playing anymore. Uh, I am curious how the stuff you did in the first season carried into the oh, second. It tells you. It asks yeah. you if you played mm-hmm. and if you have a saved file. And I have 
two saved files and it lets you pick which one you want. Mm-hmm. God, if I remembered what choices I made at this <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah. So I picked the first one and definitely characters carried over mm-hmm. that I know I had let died die in the second like okay. time I did it. So everything carries over. Your choices carry over. Um, there's a lot of um, references are made to choices you made before. So everything is carrying over as if I can't imagine the flow chart that they create. Oh, I, I can you imagine? Yeah, for those choices, it's going to look like a massive spider web. Yeah, it's crazy. It's really unbelievable what they've done, and it just keeps getting better. Another thing they really do well too is building the suspense and making it so that you can't just like pause and look something up. Like when you make right. a choice, there's the countdown timer, which is yeah. very smart. I think yeah. more games need to implement that. And sometimes that. the the counter is real fast. Yes. Like I've seen it, I'm like, "Oh my god, oh my god." And you just hit a I've literally just hit a random button because I was like, "I don't know what to do." I assume those times come up after you've kind of been taught how to play so where you can act instinctively. There yeah, there's well, you played the first the first episode there were a couple that happened yeah i definitely died a few times yeah there's a few moments at this one i found that this game there's almost no learning curve so they've taken issues from the first game Mm -hmm. and definitely made it easier like there's no introduction there's no you're just boom you're there and you're just like holy crap no kidding there's very little learning curve very little that has changed but what has changed has been for the better and you learn it right away Hmm. Uh, the game is just unbelievable like if you're not playing it you really should and I feel like I don't know how many of these are going to do, but this is just like the show where instead of binge watching, you almost want to binge play. Like, I want to go back now after I beat the second mm-hmm. season and play the first one again and then immediately go in and play the second one. Mm-hmm. Like, start a whole new game and go through again and just carry all the way through. Right. And there, just there's got to be something weird about that, too, though, because you're also abandoning choices you made in the past. Like, I don't know if you're attached to those emotionally or not. There's definitely moments where you you have to make decisions for people Mm. and it's interesting to see how it all plays out but what also is nice is that at any time you can go there's a an option now says my choices Mm -hmm. and you can go and look at all the choices you've made compared to the other people playing and it tells you where you rank percentage wise okay you and 68 percent of other players chose to do this versus this okay okay street (laughs) random honking uh it, it's really a very interesting game i'm glad that i've been playing it cool so that was the first geek out my phone locked hold on ah the blt that is bacon lettuce and tomato is that not just an amazing sandwich <laughs> are you just discovering it <laughs> no but i have not had a blt in forever okay like, i can't tell you the last time i had one and yesterday i'm driving I I opened up the gym, so I got up at 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. I had coffee. I ate at 8. It's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I haven't eaten. I just made deliveries. I'm on my way home, and I, I'm beyond hangry. Like, I don't know what the next phase is. After did you really just say I hangry? Did, after you're hungry and angry. I kind of hate you. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what the next phase is, but I was there. I was just having complete shutdown. Yeah. So I needed something quick, and there's nothing on this stretch of road, Route 1, which goes along the coast in Rhode Island, right across the bottom from one end to the other and right into Connecticut. There's nothing along the way except for a a shell gas station. And it has like, it says a little like market attached to it, tiny little thing. So I'm like, whatever, I'll stop in there. I remember seeing it once that there was like a deli, but it wasn't open. So I went in and sure enough, they have all like boar's head lunch meats and all this different stuff. And I was like, I'm just going to get an energy drink and a bag of peanuts and I'll be fine. And then I'm standing there and it said BLT. I was like, small or large, and I'm like, hmm. 
Mm. I was like, fuck it. I went over. I'm like, I'm going to take a BLT, throw extra bacon, extra cheese, and extra mayo on that thing. And he just looked at me. I'm like, dude, I haven't eaten in like five hours. Wow. I bit into that sandwich. The the mayo just oozing out uh. of the sandwich. <laughs> I was just like, this is the best moment of my life in a very long time. <laughs> it's just a fantastic sandwich. It was massive, too. It was like a giant. So- I don't know why I'm so excited. You're about so this easy to please. I it's am. so funny. <laughs> Dude's not excited that he owns a gym. He's excited about a BLT. You give him a side of a Krispy Kreme donut and it would have just been yep. like the ultimate meal yep. for you. If I could find a way to put it, make a BLT out of the Krispy Kreme, we'll be all set. Oh, but it wouldn't be that difficult. I think you should just the taste of the bacon, the crunch. And the yeah. mayo and the, oh, I can't wait to have another one. <laughs> it was just so good. You know, they're not hard to get. Right? I know they're not hard. OK, but they're one of those sandwiches that takes far too long to make yourself because you have to cook the bacon. You have to wait for it to cook. It's just the bacon, though. It really that is. The trouble is. But you're just sitting and waiting. So it's nice to just go somewhere else and be like. I want a BLT, and then poof, there it is, and you eat poof. it. <laughs> I think it's a little more than poof, but it is from your perspective. So I encourage all of you to go out in the next couple of days and enjoy a BLT. <laughs> Good recommendation. You're welcome. Uh, Xbox had a, a behind-the-scenes 20-minute featurette on uh, Gotham. Oh. It was supposed to be exclusive. Yeah. I don't. I assume then that it is, but they go behind the scenes interviewing a lot of the characters, the villains, and mm-hmm. just talking about how the show is going to unfold. Hmm. And that it's truly, it's about uh, Gordon, but not, it's really right, about, we're right. going to show you where these villains came from and mm-hmm. how they developed and created their personalities. Um, they showed a shot of like a young cat woman, like a young girl. Right, right. Probably, I don't know, 15, 14 years old. If that. The Penguin, Riddler, they said Joker might, you know, they're hinting at Joker being there. Are there are some hints, yeah. Uh, just, it looks really cool. Like, I like what they're going to do with the show. Are you actually excited for a TV show? I am, but I like wow. I like Walking Dead. Well, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> the like, issue is going to be one. I got to watch it. That's yeah, I gotta yeah. hope if it's available to watch on Xbox Live somehow, I'll probably do that because I think it looks really cool. Hmm. I just like the aspect that you, they're going after the villains. Like, Batman's not in it. Bruce yeah, is. Bruce is. But he's he's younger than selena is oh they're gonna they're gonna show yeah yeah, he's real young they had a quick scene they're showing his parents getting killed so the whole thing is there and unfolding it's nice that it's not gonna be like hey his parents died and then boom you're batman right it's It's the journey it's the in between now that Mm -hmm. we're gonna get to see i think for the first time and the the relationship between bruce and jim gordon is Mm -hmm. a big part of it as well i like the guy who's playing him too yeah yeah Um, i don't know i'm excited for it me too uh, I saw, well, we saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We did. And I, we're doing a spoiler room on that. If we have time, I would okay. love to either this week or next week, one of the two. Then I'll just say I enjoyed it. It was not as good as the originals. And I think that it being 2014, our CGI effects should have been better than they were. And better than puppets. <laughs> <laughs> the puppets hold up. They We've do. watched it. I think you just because you know it's a guy in a suit, but yeah. you know that he's really there. Yes. It's not somebody staring at somebody in a black suit, which leads me in. So I enjoyed the movie. It wasn't mm. terrible. There's it wasn't fantastic. There's something less creepy about a puppet hitting on April O'Neil than CGI Michelangelo hitting right. on April. <laughs> which leads into my next one is that you had bought me the Jurassic Park Blu-ray yeah. trilogy. Yeah. And I hadn't watched it yet. So the other night, made a bag of, I made a thing of popcorn, sat down, popped in Jurassic Park 1. That was from 1993. Mm-hmm. So this movie's 21 years old. That's crazy to me. There was only one moment 
on Blu-ray uh-huh. where I was like, that dinosaur is not really there. Wow. And it was the very first shot when you see the brontosaurus is walking in the field. Mm-hmm. That's where I was just like, all right. And it's only the first shot. So right away you were kind of scared that I wasn't going to hold Yes. Out. And yeah. I was, because I've watched it on regular DVD, mm-hmm. but the quality on Blu-ray, it's so much better. I'm like, oh my God, is this, what is this going to look like? That is the only moment where I was like, wow. And which made me immediately go, why 21 years later did Jurassic Park outdo the special effects of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Interesting. But you're right. Yeah, because it's still a, a mesh of puppet animatronics mm-hmm. and CGI. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even tell you, like, I don't even know in Jurassic Park where the CGI is. Right. Like what's practical and yeah. what's digital. I know. I remember a behind the scenes thing when they're driving away in the truck and Malcolm's hurt and the T-Rex is chasing them. I know that the T-Rex is fake there, mm-hmm. but you can't tell. Like you really, it looks like he's chasing them. Hmm. Like it's just that, that's amazing to me. And even you take a step further, what, the first Turtles was 1990? That sounds right. Yeah, and even that was, I'm just thinking, like, if they could make the facial animations right, it was more just, realistic. It was the way that their mouths curved in the original that was a little awkward. Yeah. But aside from that, they held up really well. Yeah. But the the Blu-ray has a ton of features on it. I know it, it came out a while ago, but if you don't have it, you should pick it up. It's right up on the shelf now next to the Back to the Future Blu-ray. Excellent. It's nice. Like, those are two movies, Back to the Future and and. Jurassic Park, where I'm just like, I feel like watching a movie. Right. Anytime. One of those, any one of them, or any one of those six movies, really, Mm -hmm. will work. But the first ones are just amazing. They are. They are. Uh, I saw Guardians of the Galaxy. As did I, twice. So I was like, originally wasn't going to see it, and then I was kind of like forced into seeing it. So I did, and it was really good. Mm -hmm. Like it was, I don't know the history of any of them. I had no idea who any of them were. But that's kind of one of the best things going in, though. Right. It was yeah. It was just enjoyable because for me, I was like, oh, cool. This is a cool action movie. And then the fucking the raccoon. Every time he got the gun, like the look on his <laughs> face, I just had this big smile on my face. I felt like a kid. Yeah. I'm like, this is awesome. Well, and you kind just, of are like Rocket Raccoon. I, so. <laughs> I guess so. Then the fuzzy aspect. I am hairy, but <laughs> it was just a really good movie. And I'm interested. I I can. I'm hoping that in Avengers three, you're gonna see them all come together there to are, fight off. There are rumors of an Avengers slash Guardians movie. I don't know if it's going to be Avengers 3 or if it's going to be something separate. But. It seems to make sense to do that mm. based on these movies and the, the characters and the villains in it. Like, aren't we building towards... Because it's going to be Avengers 2 and then isn't the next one just Avengers 3? There's no buildup again? Well, there's there's Phase 3. Oh, those movies. The first The first movie in Phase 3 will be Ant-Man. Oh. And then there will be whatever, like Cap 3 and oh. probably Thor 3. and I just, I expect them to all come together for the third Avengers. Guardians 2 is before Avengers 3. So that's good. Maybe it'll lead into it. Maybe. And it I'm was pretty just... sure Avengers 3 will be Thanos as the main villain. Yeah. With the Infinity Gauntlet. Right. Yeah. It just makes sense to tie all these characters together. Oh, yeah. But it's just a really good action movie. Hopefully people saw it. Even if you know nothing, it's just enjoyable. Yep. What else did I have? Well, I'm going on to my second year of owning the gym. Yeah. So that's exciting. Made it through year one <laughs> with like only a couple scratches and bruises. Yeah. But we did it. Or I did it. We did it. Together as a group. The geek generation. <laughs> I don't know how much the generation had to do with your but gym doing It was well, just but. interesting because today, as we're recording this, I was thinking that one year ago, 
at like around noon, I was sitting down signing all the paperwork and handing him a check. Right. Like, that was crazy. That was only a year ago. And I'm sure you've learned a That's lot right. in the last year. And I have. And on September. The gym's certainly grown and gone through some modifications. It has. It has. It's, the next year will be very interesting to see how things pan out. Mm-hmm. But uh, September 2nd is my year anniversary. Woohoo! Excitement. Yeah, I'm sure. Is that going to be a thing? Like a, an event or anything? No, I, I felt like that's, I mean, I guess. You had one too, for kind of the changeover like, already. Yeah, it's almost too egotistical to be like, hey, I'm throwing a party because I've owned the gym for a year. Right, right. I love me. Yeah. I don't know. That's what, that's what that feels like to me. If the girls come in with like a card or, or cake or something, I don't know. If they do something that's nice, I'm not expecting it. And if they but don't, we hate them. If right? they don't, then they just have to come into my office one by one for a spanking. <laughs> See, I can say that because I am the HR department. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. <laughs> that Those are my uh, geek outs. Okay. Um, believe it or not, I have a list longer than you. Wow. That's probably not a surprise. I feel like I've just accumulated things recently and I didn't do them last week, so they're just all building up. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was on my mm-hmm. list as well. I did see it twice. The I, I don't want to get into too much specifics either because I do think people should go see it. It's doing very, very well. A lot of people are saying it is the best Marvel movie so far. I don't know if I would go that far. Actually, I wouldn't go that far. I still liked the first Iron Man better. I still liked the first Captain America better. Winter Soldier was better. Avengers? Um, Avengers, yes, I think was better. But Guardians in the Galaxy was still really awesome. The first time I saw it, I thought the first act dragged a little bit. But the second time, I actually enjoyed it more. So... I think it's one of those movies, too, that's going to get better as you watch it over and over again. At least it was for me. Um, Another geek out of mine is Alfred, which people probably don't know Uh. what that is. That is what I have named my laptop. Oh, (laughs) Alfred. My new Alienware laptop is named uh, Alfred after Alfred Pennyworth, of course. Of course. It is my digital butler. It is awesome. Uh, So I did. I, I was going on. Facebook for a while and asking people what their thoughts were about different types of laptops mm-hmm. and what I should get for what I wanted to do. Uh, I needed something where I could do a lot of video and graphic editing on the go. And Alienware has a lot of power. It's a heavy laptop. It's like nine pounds mm-hmm. and it was not cheap, but it does everything I need and then some. And uh, I love it so, so much. Alfred has been. It's a very awesome. I like how it lights up. That's my favorite part. Yeah. Rob's got it set. So, like all the keys and there's a a border on the edging of it and even alienware is lit up you know like a very bright red and on the back and everything yeah, yeah. and Would you can you change say, those yeah. to anything like i could have the alienware word be like purple and the lights on one side be yellow and the lights on the other be blue and there are also uh integrations for certain programs like you can set it so that when you get a new email you get a quick blink of a different color cool something like that or if you're playing a game there are certain games that are set up for the alienware software so like if I'm playing a game that Alienware Word would turn off mm-hmm. because it's distracting, right? Yeah. But if I get hit, maybe it blinks red and then fades back to normal. Cool. So if I'm playing like an FPS or something, mm-hmm. every time I get hit, that all blinks or whatever. But so it has those kind of integrations. I don't think I'm really going to use them. I'm a black and red color scheme type of guy. Mm-hmm. So everything is set to black and red. And that's pretty much what I want. And I'll probably just leave it at that. But the fact that the lights are even there just yeah. feels cool. And even right now, people, ladies and gentlemen, he's wearing <laughs> a black and red hat and a black and red shirt. It is a thing. He probably has black and red underwear. I don't probably. know. I'll show you later. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, another geek out of mine is Silicon Valley. Okay. I finally watched the whole first season. 
It's only eight episodes long. It's an HBO show. Uh, one of the main, well, two main reasons that I wanted to watch it. One, it's from Mike Judge. Mm-hmm. And if you love Beavis and Butthead, you love Office Space, you love all the stuff he's done. It's that same style of humor. And Mike Judge used to work in Silicon Valley. So he has that unique perspective of someone who's kind of been in the trenches. So he can make that kind of commentary on that mm-hmm. lifestyle and on that uh, that environment. Also, Camille Nanjiani is in the immediate cast. Ah, which I've also forgot to mention. Right. From Walking Dead. He was in uh, episode three of, or chapter three of season two of the Walking Dead game. Yeah. Which is very cool. He said that on the Indoor Kids before. So it was cool. uh, I know it's coming up when I eventually get through those if I ever do. You should. But uh, you'll enjoy him. He's great on Silicon Valley. Uh, There's an amazing cast in there. TJ Miller's in there. (coughs) uh, Martin Short's in there. um, Thomas Middleditch. Uh, Martin Short. Did I say Martin Short? I meant Martin Starr. I'm sorry. Wrong guy. (laughs) And, and. Uh, one of my favorites, uh, a, a woman named Amanda Crew. Ooh, she is in it. Oh yeah, that girl. Now people, I, I believe I've talked about this on the show before. I love Rob again. <laughs> always finds the classiest. There's a classy picture, and then like a shot of her just being her that someone nailed. One's from a movie. I would on totally the right, the go with the skankiest a... shot I could find. <laughs> like which one has the most boob and butt? Rob gets this nice shot of her. She's on a swing set, holding on to the chain, looking nice. And then women are to be respected. I respect them when they're naked. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't mean that. Anna's gonna kill me. <laughs> um. So uh, Amanda Crew, yeah, is not only gorgeous. Uh, I've seen her in a lot of great stuff. I don't know if you ever saw Sex Drive. I did. That was that's the first movie I saw her, and that's what yeah. the shot on the right is from. Right. But she is also like number one on my list of mousy mouth girls. Really? Yes. It's not as mousy as you'd think. Not always. Not in every single shot, but when uh, I, I tried to look for a good shot that was high quality to really show it mm. off. And if people don't know what I'm talking about, because I don't think I've brought it up in a while, this a is lot. a thing I have. This that- is Rob's fetish. For fa- <laughs> this is his face fetish. There are certain things that a girl can have that just kind of makes me mental. Like he'll melt in a good way. Uh, like if a girl wears a dark choker uh-huh. collar, like that is awesome. But another thing is mousy mouth. And I don't know when we <laughs> dubbed this term. Kryptonite. It is. It really is. Uh, mousy mouth is when the upper lip curls just a little bit, kind of showing mm-hmm. uh, the the upper teeth. Just like the front, too, is all that needs to be. I don't like know a little why. Mousing. Yes. And I don't know why, but it does. <laughs> it just... Why do we know? Why anything? Who knows? Yeah. I don't why? Know. Why are we all here? <laughs> it's, it's a simple, you know, why answer this? This now? is not that show, but uh, yeah, that's it makes me mental. And she's uh, an awesome example of that. Uh, another thing I'm geeking out over is P90X3. Oh, we had Tony Horton a little while ago on the mm. show, uh, and that was an amazing interview, and it inspired me to get into a different kind of workout regimen than I had been. Yep. I'd been doing different stuff. I'd been running. I'd been going and doing lifting with traditional weights and all these things. And I was like, you know what? He made a lot of sense when we talked to him and he convinced me. So I picked up P90X3. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it now for five weeks, but I've only completed a month of the program. And I will explain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did start going through the first three weeks. And then during week three, I missed two days in a row. And some people would punish themselves and just be done there. And you can't have that mentality. Yeah. And I didn't want to take them off either. I wanted to complete the program. So I jumped back in after those two days I missed oh. on the schedule and I added an extra week onto the program 
yep. so that I would uh, not miss out on anything. I'd actually be doing a little bit more. So I've completed five weeks and they are the first like four and then one of them done twice. They're 30 minute workouts. They're 30 minute workouts. They're great. I do like some better than others, but I also recognize that the ones I don't like is because they're more difficult for me and they're not things that I'm as comfortable doing. And some of them just have a lot of jumping and my place is not the best for that. Right. But I do do them downstairs. Uh, I've kind of moved my weight bench out of the way and I set Alfred up on there. And I put the DVDs in that, and I do, I do them there. But Alfred's like, "Good day, sir." Yeah. <laughs> what, what will your workout what, today be? Yes. <laughs> but I I have to say that I feel better now than I have in months. Good. Physically, it's doing very well for me. The other day, I felt a little bit in my spine, and almost as if the program needed to. I looked at the schedule today. It was like today is X three yoga, and I'm like, oh great. So I did that and Good, I feel my back is cracked. <laughs> yeah. And I feel great now. So That's awesome. it came just when I needed it to. So obviously it's structured the way it should be. Uh, I really loved it. That's awesome. Yeah. Next geek out is something called BitTorrent Sync. Ooh. Uh, BitTorrent Sync is not like a torrent download program. I'm sure people are familiar with torrents and pirating and all that stuff. It is not like that. This is a legitimate program. And we program. do not recommend that. We you do, do not. That. We do not endorse that. Uh, but we're not going to stop you either because <laughs> we can't. But BitTorrent Sync is kind of like a Dropbox idea, except yeah. uh, Dropbox works where you drag a file into the folder for Dropbox and it uploads it to the Dropbox server, their cloud, and then you can download it on any other computers or whatever. Mm. BitTorrent Sync works in a similar way, except there's no middleman. There's no cloud. So what happens is... You set this program up on your computer and you might, I don't know, do you have a home computer as well? No. Okay. For people that want to or have multiple computers and want to keep things synced up, this is a great way to do it. So you have your desktop computer or your laptop or whatever, any one computer. You put BitTorrent Sync on it and you set any folders that you want to be synced between Mm -hmm. the two computers. Then you set up BitTorrent Sync on the other computer. It gives you a little key for that folder. Mm Mm-hmm. And you create a folder on the other computer, input that key as well using BitTorrent Sync. And over the internet, it just syncs those files. So it's the idea of like a shared folder between two computers. It's that same idea, except the files now exist on each computer. So if I were to go offline, like let's say things sync up and I go offline, Mm -hmm. then I can still access all those files because they're not on like a cloud server or anything. They're there. And then as soon as I get back online, BitTorrent Sync checks to make sure there are no differences. And if there are... We'll take the newest one and that's good. set it up between the two. Cool. Which is awesome for me because I do some work on my desktop. Mm-hmm. I do some work on my laptop. And then it all takes care of that for me. So I have like all my Geek Generation images shared and stuff. And they're synced between the two computers and all that. So it's really awesome. That's cool. Yeah. So go check that out if you haven't used it. Uh, another thing I'm geeking out over is a game called Guacamelee. Now, this came out a little while ago. Guacamole. <laughs> Not mole, melee. That's the whole gimmick. Ah. Melee, like fight. Uh, the Oh, they're Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> now we're racist. It came out a little while ago. Super um, Turbo Championship Edition. There was a sure. gold edition that came out, which yeah, is what, what I was playing. For? What? I said, what do you want that for? There's a Super, super Turbo. Well, there was a gold edition before this came out, this version. Oh. Uh, and I had the gold edition. And I started playing it. I was actually streaming it on Twitch a little bit, and people seemed to enjoy the game. Uh, it's a Metroidvania type game, which is what they kind of call this genre. It's a platformer. But in the style of Metroid or Castlevania, you have to get different powers to kind of access different areas to uh, progress through the game. 
So you you acquire different abilities and all this and you move through. But after I started playing through the gold edition, Drinkbox Studios, the guys who made this game, I got an email from them asking if I wanted a key for the Super Turbo Championship Edition. Cool. So I was like, yeah, absolutely. I want the new version. So they sent me the key. I played through again all the stuff that I had in the Gold Edition Mm -hmm. and all the new stuff that the Super Turbo Championship Edition offered. And I have to say it is uh, there is a good difference between the two. And I know if people are feeling like they're gypped because a new version came out, the game is $15 on Steam. But if you're buying on Steam, if you already have the Gold Edition, you can get this edition for only $5. Cool. So they're giving you 60% off because you already bought. And I would say that the content is additional for another $5. There's a new boss. There's uh, new levels. There's new powers. There's tons of new things in this edition as well. And it is funny, too, because there are tons of game parodies within this game. Mm -hmm. So not only is it fun on its own, but they like to bring up other references. So um, when you get your new abilities... Do you remember the Chozo bird statues from Metroid? Those like oh, birds yes, that were kneeling yes. and kind of holding like an egg. Mm-hmm. Those are the same things in this game. Oh, really? You get your and they even call them that. So you smash one of those statues and it gives you your new power. That's cool. Uh, there was also <laughs> and there's tons of other parodies, but I'll show you another one really quick, too. Uh, this is one big enemy that was chasing me throughout a level. So you kind of run away from it so it doesn't kill you. Oh, well, that sucks. But <laughs> when you get to it's the huge. end, it's huge. When you get to the end of the level, you jump on an axe and that bridge breaks away and it falls oh, in the lava. like Mario. Exactly like Mario. So it has all these like little nods to other video games throughout it as well, too. It's very, very entertaining. It's a lot of fun to play. I would give it a solid like 9 out of 10. It is a very, very good game. Wow. Highly enjoy it. Uh, and my last geek out is a couple games that are coming out soon. Actually, this week, the first one is Mega Man X4 and X5 are finally coming out for PlayStation Network. So you'll be able to download those on the PSN. I'm very excited about that. They're going to come to the PS3 and to Vita. I've never had the opportunity to play X4 and X5 because those were the two that started coming after the Super Nintendo. Those didn't oh. come out on Super Nintendo. They came out for other systems, I believe, like a CD or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember. But I never had the opportunity. And the Sega Mega Man... CD? Maybe. <laughs> that bombed. The Mega Man X games are one of my favorite franchises in all video gaming. So I'm absolutely thrilled that I'll be able to get to play those. Uh, X4 comes out on September 2nd and X5 the following week on September 9th. Cool. Very, very pumped about that. Those are all my geek outs. We are going to take a short break uh, and we're going to come back with the freak outs and possibly some other stuff as well. So we will be right back. Hey, Amazon users. If you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. Hi, this is John Schneider. You know, the, uh, the Bo Duke guy or the Smallville guy, Jonathan Kent. And you're listening to the Geek Generation. That's not my generation. That's your generation. Okay, and we are back. Yeah, we're here. Quick break. Uh, and we're moving now into our freakouts. Oh, freak out! Yeah, we're here. We're freaking out. So, <laughs> thanks had, for reiterating. No problem. <laughs> I've had issues with shipping here and there. Things okay. happen. Things get lost in the mail oh, or delivered yes. to the wrong place. Yep. The United States Postal Service has once again let me down. 
This time, more than ever, I got an email from a woman in Massachusetts who orders my protein regularly. Okay. And the email had pictures attached to it of what the box looked like when it arrived, mm-hmm. and it basically looked like a tractor trailer hit it. And then a picture of what was inside, and that also looked like a tractor trailer Good hit Lord. it. Container was smashed so hard that the lid didn't even break off. It actually busted a hole in the container of protein. Powder filled within filled up the box. It was just a mess. Yeah. So, you know, and she's not mad at me because I think she understood that this wasn't me. This well, yeah, obviously you're not taking it and just smashing it into a box so and popping it I sat there and I'm like, oh, what do I do? Do I file a complaint with the post office and get a, look for a refund or tell her to do it? And then when they refund her, order another one. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'll do it. So I emailed her and I told her, I'm sorry that this, the post office, you know, dropped the ball on this and mm-hmm. mishandled it. That I filed a complaint to get, you know, money refunded. Mm-hmm. To make up for the fact that I have to ship you out another one, and I right. just lost the container. Right. So I filed the complaint. Hopefully, they even asked for they want pictures. So I sent them every picture she sent me, mm-hmm. and told them like this is unacceptable. You know, right? This people need to get their products unopened. Right. Uh, I told them this is an expensive product. It's basically organic. You can't. I can't be having this happening. And the the container fits perfectly in the box right. too. So it's not like they had wiggle room and bouncing around. Mm-hmm. It's just frustrating because, in a way, it does reflect upon me. Sure. Like, they're still going to be like, I hope the next time he sends it, it's not messed up. Right, so right. So, now what I have to do, because it's a, a long weekend this weekend, or when we're recording, um, I have to go reship it, pay. I lose money on the container initially, lose money on the shipping, and mm-hmm. waiting to hope that they're going to refund me in full for everything. It's just frustrating. Yeah. Like, I just don't, it's just crap that I don't have time to have to deal with. And I had to go, you call them. God forbid they do it over the phone. They were like, nope, you need to go to the website and fill out a complaint form. And you can go, I'm like, oh my God, this is unbelievable. Like, I wanted to go postal. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I just, what the hell, you know? Yeah. Uh, The other thing is, you know, having owned the gym, I've, careful how i phrase this stuff <laughs> so not all employees are are doing what their jobs and and be, i'm being pushed it this is what frustrates me because mm-hmm. i love having the gym i love being there mm-hmm. everybody pretty much does like i was like hey can you do this and that's it, it gets done and mm-hmm. there's no question it's like oh thank god i have great employees right but there's one that's just a problem and not for a year. It's been like, all right, I'm going to take responsibility away. Give it to this person. You're going to focus on this because you should have these strong points based on your background. Mm-hmm. And now a year later, I'm at a point where I'm in a position where it's like any other gym owner would be like, you're gone. You're done. Get right. Out. right. Goodbye. Right. Like, I don't want to do that. But yeah. like, I, I, I'm just stuck in a position that sucks. Yeah. Or I don't want to get rid of somebody. Rob's smirking because I think he knows who it is. I do. <laughs> you know, I don't want to get rid of the person because there's a lot of potential there. Mm-hmm. And has a very big following. Yeah. But at the same time, it's been nothing but an aggravation for a year of, I need you to do this. All those things don't get done, Mm -hmm. but A, B, and C get done that aren't even on the list. Right. have nothing to do that are going to really help the gym. And again, without getting into too much detail, there have been instances that you've told me about where you've lost money. Exactly. And that's not good business, obviously. Right. Right. It's just like, I, I just don't. If I can, if I scale back any further, mm-hmm. like there's one more, there's one more scale back I can make and be like, all right, so now you're just going to do this. Yeah. And if that doesn't work, then it's going to be, okay, goodbye. 
And these are partly the problems of just being a boss. Yeah, I mean, that's, it just sucks. Comes but with then, the territory. You know, there's somebody else I give a girl a list of, I think it was like 50 people. I'm like, I want you to call all 50 because they haven't been here very frequently mm-hmm. since they signed up. Just check in, see how they're doing, encourage them to come use the gym. She didn't ask what she should say. Mm-hmm. She didn't ask anything. In two weeks, 50 people got called. Mm-hmm. Well, two work days. She only worked once each week. Yep. Done. Everybody else just does stuff. And I'm yeah. like, oh. <laughs> it's just frustrating. Yeah. I mean, it's part of the business, but I, it's tough when it's not happening everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just everything else is getting done, but this one thing is not getting done. This sure. one person's not doing their job. Sure. Man, I don't want to fire anybody. I know. It's it a, sucks. It's the worst part. It's it, the, worst the struggle thing. is real, people. <laughs> the struggle is real. Any others? Those are uh, those are all the freakouts that I want to talk about. Yeah. Okay. Uh, along the lines of your US UPS or USPS yeah. or whatever delivery service nightmares you're going through. I had some issues with uh, FedEx oh. and just the horrible, horrible website that they have because uh, I was trying to I was leaving that this is I mean, this is how long it's been since we've done freakouts. This is before San Diego Comic-Con. When I was going away to San Diego, I got an email the day before that Alfred was coming in the mail on that Thursday where I was going to be on the plane oh, to San Diego. Yeah. So. It turned out that it was shipped out days beforehand, but I didn't get the email till just the day before it was going to arrive. And that oh. shouldn't have been the case. I should have gotten it beforehand so that I knew. So I mm-hmm. went to FedEx's website to try and stop the or hold the shipment so I could go get it later. But then it wouldn't allow me to. I went through all these things yeah. and just nightmares. And then eventually it wouldn't it just wouldn't let me. So I had to arrange for someone to be at my house oh. to receive it, which was obnoxious. Uh, and, and in that same vein, the National Grid website, also horrible. I have consistent problems when I go on the site to pay my bill. Oh, it's a horrible, isn't it? I go to, to, pay to pay my pay bill, bill and it, it, it says we can't log you in at this time. Yeah. I'm like, then you're not getting my damn money. That's how I feel. Yeah. That's what happened when I was living in Rhode Island. Yeah. Thank and God it, I switched over to Connecticut <laughs> Light and Power. Plug. And and if I get a late charge because I couldn't pay my bill on your malfunctioning website, I don't want to hear that crap. Right. It's it's stupid. You can't be a large company, especially like a power company, and not have a website that functions properly just so I can give you the money you want. Right. It's stupid. Right. No excuses. Hire some. Hire me. Yeah, <laughs> hire somebody. Maybe you should call them somebody. Me. It's ridiculous. No, I had to say, there's always problems like that. Yeah. My car payments, another one. Wells Fargo. Yep. I'll go to log in, and it's like we're having. There's technical difficulties, or yeah. due to technical difficulties, we can't log you in right now. I'm like <laughs> you're not getting my car payment right yeah. now. Thanks awful. for a free month of car. <laughs> and uh, speaking of uh, San Diego woes, uh, when I came back mm-hmm. from San Diego. I, I was very excited to be home. I, granted, I had an amazing time, but I, uh, I was excited to be home to, to visit a friend of mine. And when I got home, uh, that didn't end up happening because of a delay. Because when I got home, I was walking past my car to my door and noticed that I had a flat tire. Uh on my back right tire on my car was completely flat. And I was like, Jeez. well, I haven't driven it. So this must have happened right before I left. Obviously, no one else has used my car or anything. So I threw on the spare. Uh, I brought it to local Midas or whatever. They're like, yeah, we can't patch this because th- I guess there's a certain uh, I, I, you learn new things every time yeah. <laughs> that you go. If if a uh, puncture happens outside of like the two 
middle lanes, traction yeah. lanes on the tire, then they don't patch that because it's not going to do any good. So I had to get a new tire and they're like, you know what? Take a look at all your treads and see how it's worn down like that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, God damn it. I know it's coming. We're going to show you the penny trick. Screw uh, you. No, no, not even the penny thing. I mean, there's a tread indicator yeah. on the tires and it was worn down. I mean, he showed me flat out. I'm like, damn it. I knew it was going to happen eventually. The tread indicator should literally just as you wear the tire down, the words you need new tires should literally <laughs> just pop up. I agree. I don't understand t color coded stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and that was absolutely the case. I needed new tires. I needed four new tires. Oh, man. So it ended up $600 later oh. and three hours later and not being able to see my friend when I got home. That sucks. I was very bummed and it sucked. And uh, yeah, that's oh, welcome home. There's that in, you come back. And you're like, so excited. Like, I got this to do and that to do. I can't right, wait. Right. I got flat tire. Yep. And it kills your whole day. It really it does. does. It, it was it awful. Does. You don't have a AAA or some I kind do. Of and I, I changed the tire myself. But then I actually had to call AAA, too, because uh, I guess it was the the what was it? I got all the lug nuts off, but mm -hmm. it was like rusted on the frame oh. and I couldn't pull it off. I didn't have the tools to do so. And I <laughs> I called AAA. All they ended up doing was kicking my car really hard, which I was afraid to do because it was up on the uh, what you call it the the pogo stick thingy yeah yeah the car <laughs> the jack the car, the car jack, jack. <laughs> so two, it was two idiots yeah. <laughs> talking about cars this would be like us talking about football that brown thing that they touch okay that's the ball that's the ball um so it was up on the jack so i was afraid to like kind of kick it and put any major force into it and that's yeah. exactly what they did and it somehow stayed up and i had the cheap little like this is my spare tire car jack like yeah but oh uh, whatever so it got fixed it's done <laughs> um next week out I've said it before. I'll say it again. Fuck iTunes 11. Seriously. Right in every orifice that it has. It is so <laughs> horrible. So horrible. I when dealing with podcasts and stuff like they magically pop back up and start downloading after I've deleted them off of my system. Mm. And I don't know why uh, iTunes DJ is gone. And I still hate that that's gone, even though I've known about that for a while. There are just so many malfunctioning parts of this software. And this is like Apple's major software, aside right. from their OS. Get it right. And it, I think like a lot of things work pretty well, except for the podcast area. And they've always had kind of a, a bad attitude towards the podcast area, even though iTunes is kind of like the big area where you get the majority of podcasts. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, maybe somebody will develop a podcast, something different. There have been some different like pod catchers for like mm -hmm. mobile devices and stuff, but I don't think anything that's as good maybe for desktop. They'll patch it. They'll, they'll update it. Soon. I hope so. When's twelve coming out? I don't know. <laughs> Not soon enough. Uh -huh. They'll break more stuff. Uh, and also in the in the uh, fuck Apple category, my iPhone. Mm. I've heard of people having this happen when they update their OS or anything, but I made uh, mistake number one. I, yeah, <laughs> you update, oh, but I didn't. Oh, I didn't. I've heard of this happening to people who do. Oh, but I didn't update my OS. I didn't update any apps. I had done nothing new and I went and opened up my texts at one point. Yeah, all gone. <laughs> all gone. Really? Every my entire history of communication. Oh, wow. Gone. Huh. And I was like, what the hell? So. Granted, I don't necessarily need that stuff, but you have certain sentimental attachments to past conversations you've had with people. It's nice to look back at I certain things. I screenshot those. I should have a lot of it. Sometimes. Like if so, like if I get an address or a phone number or something, I'm like, 
if I delete this conversation by accident, I'm going to lose it. So I'm going to screenshot it. Right. Well, like stuff like that, I'll put into my contacts yeah. and that syncs up with my computer and everything. And that's not as big a deal. But there are just like certain conversations that you've had offhand. And it's like nice Nude to have those. Some girls <laughs> that you don't want to lose. I don't know what you're doing on that your phone. you don't want to save to your folder. <laughs> but you want to have. But no, anyway. I'm just throwing that out there. Oh, okay, I'm not okay, saying okay, it's okay. me. Uh, all that stuff, all that stuff was gone, which was annoying. So I got like a third party program to kind of inspect my phone and see if I could recover some of that stuff. Really? And I did find a program that will download all that information. And I did. Of course, it's not like attached to the phone numbers it came from. So it's just all scattered all over the place, which is not good. But the other not obnoxious part is that means it's on my phone still. It's still there. I just can't access wow. it. Wow. Does that mean? Everything is on your phone always. Pretty much, unless you like do a clean wipe. But then it's still on like the servers. And even if I could, even though I could download, you can't, like everything is there. Dude, as soon as something's digital, it's, it's, it exists. There's no destruction of digital, really. There really isn't. That's why they always tell people to be very, very careful with things. It never actually goes away. Mm -hmm. But the fact that it's on my phone and I can't have it (laughs) is so frustrating. And I, I I was able to even download it all. And I was like, now, can I put it back on my phone since I have it on my computer? No, no way to do that. Where? How did you down? So it's sitting in AT&T server somewhere, all this information? It, it, no, it's on my phone itself. Like it's on. So it knows you're on the, it just pulls it out from wherever like it's hidden. Like I plugged in my phone and this com, this program said, this is all the stuff we can recover from your phone. It, had, it lists like your contacts. Uh, all the pictures that you've like sent to people or got right. sent to you or taken or whatever, Jeez. all the text messages, all the everything, mm-hmm. everything. So I clicked because it sorts it for you. I clicked on uh, text messages and it showed all the stuff and I downloaded it all to my computer from the phone. Right. So what the hell? Where did it go? How did I get lost? Why can't it just bring it back on your phone? That's what I'm wondering. And it's it's frustrating as hell. And again, I don't necessarily need that stuff, but I want it back. Right. Because it's it was mine. It should have been taken from me. It was mine. Ugh. Technology. <laughs> Apple's probably going to come out with like a proprietary <laughs> text message yeah. uh, saving thing. This is something that happens to people. And now you have to buy the new version to get your text message. They love I, putting the gate funny, on things. I haven't things had that, that happen. When I updated the operating system once, it did. And that's when I've heard of it happening for people. But I did nothing. And it just vanished, which was the most confusing I wonder, part. I wonder if the phone just somehow updated itself overnight. Mm. What, did it happen overnight? No. Was it like you woke no. up and it... No, it was between like 3 and 4 p.m. That's random. On like a random afternoon. And there was no reason for it to have happened. It was very strange. Is there a history of that specifically happening out there? I did research and I came across nothing. Maybe your phone just has a glitch. Maybe. I don't know. It was very weird. Hmm. Very weird. Uh, oh, did you see the glitch on the news about Madden football? No. Oh, I was walking by the TV in the gym, and there's a glitch in the new Madden game. Okay. Where you're going to to uh, punt or field goal. Okay. And as you go to kick, as you kick, one of the players gets kicked instead and goes flying in the air and like hits the ground and bounces, and they kept replaying it. It's just hilarious. That's fantastic. Yeah. Is this on the final version of the game? Yeah, it's out. Yay! And there's just a major <laughs> glitch where you go to kick a field goal and the player goes flying instead. I can see people making mini games already of oh, just that's that awesome. online. Yeah. 
<laughs> I just wasn't sure. Speaking of glitches, if you had seen that. I hadn't, but that's very entertaining. Before we get into some other stuff, uh, real quick, I just want to remind people, if you'd like to support what we do on the show, uh, we always appreciate it if you not only write iTunes reviews, that's the cheap, free, easy way to support us, but also you could become a patron of The Geek Generation. We love when people do that. Uh, in order to do that, you go to thegeekgeneration.com slash support. When you go there, you will see our Patreon page. Uh, you sign up, you choose an amount, and that amount will be automatically donated each month to us. And you can cancel that donation at any time. We are asking for $1 a month. And for those of you that do that, it is incredibly appreciated. Uh, Shuck just became a patron, giving us a dollar a month. So we love that. And uh, again, only a dollar a month. If you want to do more, we appreciate that even more, obviously. But if you can only afford a dollar a month, then we appreciate that, too. And you could always, uh, you know, if you don't want to donate, when you do buy stuff online, you can always go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. Hell yeah. you buy on Amazon anyway. Hell yeah. Even if you're buying, you know, like Halloween stuff, uh, Halloween M&Ms or some candy corn because you're lazy. You don't want to go to the supermarket like me. <laughs> All that you kind of stuff. Uh, so we do have a little bit of time left before we kind of hit our hour area. Mm -hmm. We could do a little bit of news and split it up between the two shows. Sure. Or we could end with a little bit of smash up this week. What would you like to do? Mm. Let's do the smash up. Let's do the smash up. Volpe has commanded it, and Volpe we shall has make it so. Spoken. Okay. Mm -hmm. So our smash up, we haven't done it in a while. You guys had sent these in, and uh, the category most recently was lesser video games. Some examples of these: Nurse Mario. <laughs> Instead of Dr. Mario. <laughs> You're in the hospital. You're laying there. Mario walks in in a little tiny nurse's outfit. His crotch and his junk barely covered. He's like, hey, it's me, Mario. <laughs> That's where your brain went with it? Yeah, it was Mario. And I know if Damien's listening, he's picturing it now, too. Yeah. Uh, instead of Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe, Mortal Kombat versus Bouncing Boy. So just one horrible DC character. <laughs> uh, second to last fantasy instead oh, of Final Fantasy. Boy, no. So if yeah. it's not as good, it would be the second to last one. Right. The implausible rumor of Zelda. <laughs> and instead of Uncharted 3, Drake's Deception, Charted 3, Drake's Bad Prank. <laughs> uh, Those are my examples, but right. you guys had yours that you wrote in, as you always do. Again, I don't use them all, but I do try to take the best of the best and read those here. So here is one uh, from Aaron Shuck. <laughs> he comes in with mediocre Mario cousins. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Mortal argument. Good. And assassin's doctrine. Oh. Uh, Michael Coleman comes in with demigod of thumb wrestling. Good. Instead of God of War. <laughs> uh, our own Damian Cranshaw writes in Super Mario 46. Instead of 64. Ah, I get it. It's lesser and reversed. Right. Mario Bumper Cars. <laughs> I want that game. I actually get yeah, that. Would I be want great. that game. I know it sounds like it might be a lesser Mario Kart, but I want to play Mario yeah. Bumper Cars. And uh, Batman Arkham Playground. <laughs> and lastly, Paul O. Uh, he sent in a whole bunch. I took the best of the best. Association of Mediocre Characters instead of League of Legends. Yep. Semi-Remarkable Tofu Toddler. Instead of Super Meat Boy. <laughs> uh, partly cloudy or slight drizzle instead of heavy rain. Right. Misdemeanor petty theft. Instead of Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. And this is probably the best one here of all of them. Okay. Not just Apollo's. 
curbside disagreement, super curbside disagreement, super mega ultimate curbside disagreement, alpha EX Supreme instead of the Street, street Fighters. Fighter. <laughs> curbside disagreement. That is fantastic. Love them. Love them, love them, love them. They're all really creative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, one of my hardest jobs every week is coming up with the new Smash Up category. Uh, I did take from an idea someone sent in and I changed it a little bit. This is movie college courses. Now, this could go in multiple directions. Interesting. These would be college courses that would be for either movie characters, for actors and actresses in movies, right? or just like not TV or music or game or anything related, but strictly movie, movie talent related. Sure. So, so I have some examples. Okay. So examples. And I, I did one from each kind of perspective good, good. so people would have an idea what I'm talking about. Uh, so here's one idea for a movie college course. Mm. Living life at 88 miles per hour. Time travel theory with Dr. Emmett Brown. Oh, look at that. Okay. All right. Extra credit available for bringing your biodegradables to class. Wow. Do you know why? Yeah, because that's what the, the cars run on. There the you go. Saw those <laughs> movies. Uh, another one. Annunciation 101 with Professor Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Clearly, he would not teach Annunciation 101, but that's the humor of it. <laughs> Guest lectures by Sylvester Stallone. What are you doing right for class? I don't understand. We're just saying, go sit down. I can't do this anymore. Go to the chopper. It's lunchtime. And lastly... Plot holes and the explosions that cause them with Professor Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Plot holes. <laughs> oh, I don't like Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah. Has I he done know. anything good? Bad Boys. What else has he done? Uh, there was one other movie he did. Um, Pain and Gain. That was Michael Bay? Mm -hmm. How come he didn't screw that up? Oh, because it didn't exist before him. What do you so mean? He, like, pain, oh, and, pain okay. and gain was a, like a based on a true story, sure, but sure. it wasn't like he redid the turtles or made the. It turtles. wasn't a franchise that he could molest. Yeah, yeah. You think he'll go down in the record books as like the guy who just raped our childhood? People say that all the time, like the rape like our the childhood. Terminator line. wasn't. I mean, not. Ter oh my god! Imagine if he did Terminator. Ugh. I'd kill him. <laughs> he, he, he kills a lot of the franchises we oh love. Oh my God. What if we get back to the future by Michael no, Bay? No, stop. Stop. Oh it. my God. I'm a cry. Stop it. Stop now. <laughs> stop. Oh. Don't even think those thoughts because that puts it out in the universe and it might happen. Oh God. Don't even. Uh, I don't like when people say the whole rape our childhood thing mm. because not only do I feel like it makes light of rape, uh, but I also think that our childhoods are intact one way or the other. He's taking the franchises we used to love and shitting on them, but we don't have to pay attention to them. But we do. No, I can just throw in the, the 80s turtle cartoons but and be we happy with that. Anyway. We did, but I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. No more. No more. If it's not going to be a guy in the suit, I don't know if I can see it. Yeah. Uh, so if you have any examples for movie college courses that you mm. come up with, please email them to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com or tweet them to at geekgeneration on Twitter. Also, if you have any ideas for a future smash-up category, we love to hear those too. So please send those in as well. Let's probably wrap it up right there. Oh, We're going to save a lot of this stuff for next week. So we have a full show for you guys next week too. But I, I feel this show went well. 
Yes, I did. I feel it. I did. think it's good. <laughs> okay. Uh, so do you have a final comment or something that you would like to plug? Well, this is what I wanted to mention to you, actually. Yeah. Why on my website for the gym, nowhere does it mention that you created the website? Uh, Why don't you do that? Like in the sponsors page, make website made by and have a link to you or something. Because I never. But but if this is going to be your business, okay, people go to the site and they're going to. So if you want to go to westerlyfitness.com and see what Rob's been up to, because the site's been massively overhauled with tons of content. Yeah. Like you need people need to be like, oh, that guy made it. I should contact him. True. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, promote yeah, yeah, no. yourself. <laughs> You're right. And I should, and I think most webmasters do do that, but I never ask for it. Oh, it's, it's, but it should just be something that's built in. It's true. You're right. Like it says at the bottom, like, well, like built to, by GoDaddy. To, to put like built by one thing, but to go on the sponsors page is a whole other oh, thing. Well, like, I don't pay to be a sponsor. No, but so. you made the website. So. Okay. I'll do it. You should be on there somewhere. All right. <laughs> so go to westleyfitness.com and it has a link over to the supplements page where you can order stuff too. And I am selling, Rob loves them. We're selling Quest Bars online now. Oh, they're the so best. So I order, I place separate orders just for online sales. So I yeah. always get a couple boxes of each flavor. So you can get a full box of 12, whatever flavor you want, 25 Guys, bucks. if you haven't had Quest Bars before, they are not only the best protein bar out there, they're super healthy. They're delicious. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure you sell them cheaper than any other online retailer that we're aware of. Yeah. Yeah. So well, if you want to yeah. get your Quest Bars, everybody that's else the sells them anywhere it. from like, yeah, it ends up like 25 to 30 bucks. I'm selling them at 25 even. Yeah. So. Yeah. They're amazing. They're Free so good. Free shipping too. I recommend the apple pie. Very good. Very good kind. All right. To see everything else that we do, head on over to thegeekgeneration.com. If you use iTunes, please rate the show and write a review. We always appreciate those. You can like us at facebook.com slash the geek generation. Follow us at geek generation on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the night angel. You can support the show by going to the geek generation.com slash support. Send emails to podcast at the geek generation.com. And as always, the show theme is provided by machine supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. Mm-hmm. Wrapping up for this week. We will see you next week with more goodness for your ear holes. Yeah. Uh, we'll catch you then. Later. Bye. Make it so.